snow Santa Claus is loading up his rocket ship Destination for the moon If you will be so very quiet You can hear him leaving soon Hello everyone, it's Dan. Welcome to a atypical episode of Adventure Super Train. Um, this one we are covering uh, an hour-long Saturday morning show from... I believe it's November 19th, 1983. It's an hour-long show, and we'll be... Um, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be playing the show in the background and talking over it. Um, and not quite a commentary, because I'm going to just be rambling along here. I, I want to do something Christmassy for uh, Christmas time, 2020. It's been a heck of a year, and um, hopefully 2021 will be better. But I thought I'd, I'd do something Christmassy, and I... Now, this is going to be kind of silly here um because what i'm going to talk here is an episode of the what the heck is it i forget the exact naming of it it's the pac-man rubik's the amazing cube hour obviously we're, we're in the early 80s here uh video games are huge 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 um uh video home video games guitar and stuff their biggest time was like 81 82 83 after like et and the, the collapse of like 84 on things began to get gamey but here we're still knee deep in um well things are still okay at this point, um, we also well, it's it's interesting. This, this is an interesting show because um, I, I want to do this specifically because uh, Christmas comes to Packland, which is a primetime special that I enjoy. But then when I saw the the linking with the the, the hour with Rubik's the cube, Rubik's cube, um, I had to do it. I had to do it. So let me just um, I say, and I'll talk a lot when we get going here. But it's it's um, basically yeah, the first uh, half hour of the show is uh, is the second season. Pac-Man animated series, which began in uh, 1982, and there were 13 episodes in that season, which is a full season of Saturday morning shows. That's why I'd, I'd lo- I'm dying to cover a Saturday morning kid show from the 70s or 80s on a Veggie Super Train. I will. Pac-Man isn't going to be one of them. Rubik's uh, technically Pac-Man, Rubik's, The Amazing Cube Hour could be one of them because there were only 13. Uh, well, there there were only there were. Th- 13 Rubik's Cubes new segments and 8 new Pac-Man segments so technically we could do that but um, but really Pac-Man is technically kind of a season a full season and a bit more so it doesn't fit under the purview of the show so but it's still a show I get a kick out I mean uh, th- there are um, Saturday morning kids shows I'm, 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 I would like to talk about one being um, the great uh, Sabrina and the Groovy Ghoulies from 7071 16 episodes of that or monster squad or oh, drag pack would be fun um uh the martin short one ed grimley um dragon's lair oh my gosh lots of lots of fun ones uh that we could talk about here the pac-man rubik's the amazing cube hour could be one we discuss in full but pac-man himself in full we would not so of course uh pac-man at the start what came out in what 80 81 or whatever was huge 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 and in 82 um when pac-man merchandise was everywhere the the pac-man cartoon appeared and yeah in 82 to 83 it was part of the pac-man little rascals richie rich show which is um an interesting mix uh they they were just if you look in the early 80s they were just throwing everything together regardless i mean pac-man and rubik's cube seem like they're like oh perfect match but then of course you're like wait a minute one's a video game and one's like a little toy cube thing puzzle thing that you play with one's a puzzle basically um so it doesn't quite fit um but i guess pac-man richie rich little rascals sure sure whatever and uh during during its first uh season there 
Uh, it had two primetime specials. One was October 30th, uh, 1982, and that was um, the Pac-Man Halloween special. They basically just took two two segments from uh, two segments from the um, uh, series and made them into a uh, primetime Halloween special. And then there was an actual primetime Halloween special from December 16th, 1982, called Christmas Comes to Pac-Land, which is what we're going to start off talking about here. And on November 19th, 1983, in the Pac-Man Rubik's Amazing Cube Hour, I could be lying here, but I want to say in my heart that they showed Christmas Comes to Pac-Land and Rubik's first Christmas. Now, I don't know that for certain. Don't call me on that. You know, if you're like, hey, Dan, no, they didn't reshow it there. But does, it makes sense, doesn't it? Like, by that time, they'd already shown Christmas Comes to Pac-Land, and, they're, they, and they'd already shown the eight final episodes of the show for the second season. So why not? So I am saying that November 19, 1983, Christmas Comes to Pac-Land, Rubik's first Christmas, awesome. We're going to have a great time. So... If you don't know the story behind Pac-Man, uh, the uh, animated series is basically you're in Pac-Land, and you've got what, Pac-Man, um, Ms. Pac-Man, uh, Mrs. Pac-Man, who's um, Pepper, uh, there's a Pac-Baby, there's um, Chomp Chomp, uh, the dog, Sour Puss, the cat, and um, they are being chased around by the um, the ghosts, which are what, it's Sue, Blinky, Pinky, Inky, and Clyde? Does that sound right? Did I add an extra ghost in there? I feel like... I might have, but um, um, yeah, I think uh, I think that uh, that that sounds right. That sounds like the ghosts there, and um, everything in uh, in Pegland is sort of sphere shaped, and there's a power pellet forest, and uh, the ghosts are always trying to get the power pellets, and the power pellets always end up being like a spinach type thing. The Pac-Man ends up getting a really big pile of power pellets in the end and saving the day. So what we're gonna do now is now this is this is free form. I'm actually sitting in a chair. I maybe I got a, little gla- a glass of eggnog here, just eggnog, no naughty in it, and um, I'm just gonna hit play on Christmas Comes to Pac-Land, and then we're gonna, uh, and I'm just gonna talk over it. Sometimes about Pac-Man, sometimes about, I don't know, video games at the time, sometimes about Christmas. I have my JCPenney Christmas '83 catalog and Christmas '82 catalog here, so I might, as I'm talking, flip through and yell out fun stuff in that. So I'm just kind of sitting here, we're relaxing. It's just spend what, like 45 minutes with me, just, uh, hopefully I'm not a jackass, hopefully this is, this is a good time, I think it will be, I think it will be, let me hit play on Christmas Comes to Pac-Land, three, two, one, ah, Pac-Land, I do remember watching this, I, I, I don't know what the, um, uh, the, uh, its companion piece would have been on the night it aired, but I would have been, when this aired, I would have been, jeez, uh, nine, Oh, and the first, uh, the first Christmas without my dad, because uh, he had passed, um, and so it would have been myself, my sister, and my mom, and uh, I, I, my sister and I used to always love. Um, does Santa have a hook for a hand? Did you any of you see that? And he's got a little computer, and Rudolph's flying the the, the, sl- the sleigh there, and he's hitting some buttons into a little computer, and then he raises his left hand. And it looks like he's got a hook. And, oh no, it was this director Ray Patterson? He he raised his um. His left hand looked like he had like a strange hook in it or something. Written by Jeffrey Scott. Oh yeah, he's written. I know that name from tons. Based on a story by Christopher Brow. Hey, uh, hey guys, I got an idea. What? Santa goes to Packland and the ghosts try to eat him. We love it. Based on an idea by Christopher Brow. All right, talk to you guys later. All right, so here we are, and it's it's glorious. It's Christmas time. They're out in the cold. They're playing around. Um, oh. Oh, Pack Baby is up to shenanigans with a little tricycle right there. But if if you if you remember at the time, Pac Man, um, 
I was just going to lean over and have a sip of my eggnog, and I couldn't find it. Find it. Um, so, and it's it's funny, as as we said, Christmas isn't a thing in Packland. They do um, they do have their fun, um, but they uh, they don't have Christmas per se. That is what Santa's going to bring to them. Now the ghosts are sorry. Let me have a little eggnog there. Um, it's funny, I have to forget, that I have to remember that I am doing a commentary here. Sorry about that. So, um, uh, there are the ghosts. You see the five of them. They're idiots. There is like um, there is some sort of guy, goofy guy, who sort of sends them out on missions and things. And Mesmeron? Was that his name? But he, I don't believe he's in this. So, yeah, in the early 80s, you had... Obviously, Pac-Man was huge. And then you followed up with Ms. Pac-Man. And then you had all the others, and it was, I'm going to forget something, you had Baby Pac-Man, which was hooked up to a pinball game, so when you got to a certain point in the video game, uh, it was basically, it was like a pinball game, but the, 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 the screen in front of you, you know, the thing up against the wall that would normally have the points racking up for the pinball game, was a, was a video game screen. And you'd play Baby Pac-Man on there, and then you'd get to a certain point where you would suddenly start to play the pinball game. I remember playing that game a quite a bit when I was a kid, maybe like Chuck E. Cheese or something, and never quite fully understanding what the hell was going on. <laughs> suddenly I'm playing pinball, suddenly I'm playing a video game. That's the joy of baby Pac-Man. But you, then you had Pac-Man Plus, which I never fully cottoned to, Super Pac-Man, which was, which was one of those games that's more fun to watch someone who knows how to play it than it is to play it. If you've ever seen like um, the, the game show uh, Starcade, which I used to watch all the time, and it was... I lost some faith in... I, I took, you guys You guys have heard this. I lost some faith in um, in Santa once during an episode of Starcade, but I think I've told that story before. Um, you know, email me and I'll, I'll, I'll send you a transcription of when I told that story before about watching um, Starcade right before Christmas and um, having some trouble um, with... The, I'll leave it at that. So, okay, now right now, yeah, they're, they're throwing emergency power pellets and snowballs at the... Um, or snowballs at the uh, at the ghosts who are jerks, and the ghosts are throwing power pellets back. They never learn. They never learn. So junior, yeah. Uh, so you had Pac-Man Plus, which was a weird one with like Coke cans and things like that on it, and then Super Pac-Man. Like I said, Starcade, the game show Starcade. They played Super Pac-Man on there quite a bit, and it's when you see someone who plays it well, it's really fun to watch. When you don't see someone who plays it well, it's a little. Ghostbuster General has a term that chomping is hazardous to your health. Baloney. Bologna. And then there was Super Pac-Man, then there was Professor Pac-Man. Did any of you play that? I never saw Professor Pac-Man. And then Junior Pac-Man. Junior Pac-Man was fun because that's the one that was multiple screens and that was the the most difficult of the Atari cartridges. If you had the Atari 2600, their Pac-Man blew. I mean, just all the way around, it was it was bad, but we played it for hours. The Ms. Pac-Man, I had Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Junior Pac-Man here with my, my uh, old Atari 2600. Pac-Man is fun if you want to be annoyed, whereas... Ms. Pac-Man is actually a lot of fun. They're, they're multiple screens, and, and it moves really well and looks good, but Junior Pac-Man is... I... It's it's each each screen is three screens. So you start in the middle and then you go down and you get the next screen and then you go up in the next screen and you get three screens. I've rarely I mean, you are on the attack the entire time in that game and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, so Pac Man was huge and so Pac Man got his own um Saturday morning TV show. I'm surprised he didn't get some sort of movie or something. Maybe he did in Japan. 
but I don't know about it. But oh, Santa! See, Santa's flying over Packland, and they run to the eyeballs of the ghosts, and the sleigh crashes, and we got troubles. Oh boy! <sighs> Christmas comes to Pac-Man, Packland, but sort of accidentally. Uh, that, that's the way it's going to happen. So, um, it was just funny to think like Packland, and there's Santa, and it's goofy. It's like. What is so a year or so after this, or maybe around the same time, was Superman went to um, whatever Earth it is that Captain Carrot and the Amazing Zoo crew are on? You know, sort of, sort of that kind of thing. Boy, the stuff we used to watch. And I guess people watch screwy stuff now, and used to watch screwy stuff before this. But there's something. I mean, this was the beginning of like video games, and 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 games, and things becoming um, cartoon shows. I mean, obviously He-Man was looming, and um, yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah, so so you had the the video games were were huge at this time, and I we had our Atari twenty six hundred. You know, I had a we had friends down the street, the Romanos. They had the Atari fifty two hundred, I think, and um, we had our friends. Well, actually, they weren't friends of mine, but they were kids that we sometimes got stuck with after my dad died. You know, when my mom, um, you know, needed to not have her kids around her for a while, we would go over to this one family's house. If you hear me having a sip, that's having some eggnog. It's good. I warmed it up. I put a little cinnamon in it. It's cooling off a bit, but I think it should be okay for the the remainder of uh, this chat. Yeah, we had some friends who had an Intellivision, and then my Aunt Mary had a ColecoVision. In fact, that was kind of the main reason why I just like going over to the Aunt Mary's house, the ColecoVision. And my, my cousin Kenny had some sort of computer where do I know do you guys remember there was a game called Minor 2049er that had like and the big thing about it was that in in its full version there were 10 different boards and he had like my my cousin had a computer in the basement of their house on Burwell Road in Arundacoy 22 Burwell I think and and he had the computer set up and we used to play Minor 2049er a lot and he had um uh, his the stereo in the living room had speakers that were set up. He he wired them through like the ceiling into the basement. So we had the music playing a lot of Genesis, um, not playing as we uh, we played mine in two thousand four nine. But yeah, video games were. I mean, obviously they're I, probably much larger now than they ever ever were because they're so easy to to get to. But um, back then they were interesting because you know you would. They were they were kind of expensive and you never knew what you were going to get. You know so, you know you didn't. You know, I'm an eight-year-old. I'm not going to get fifteen, twenty bucks unless it's it's my birthday or or um, Christmas, and sometimes even then, that's not going to happen. And um, but we we would just just get lucky. You would get um, uh, it would just you. There were enough birthdays and holidays that people would give gifts for, and there was just a period in there where we just get a bunch of games. I do remember one year. I want to say it was '83, where um. I remember we went away to see some friends in Tennessee and we had ordered from someplace or other we had ordered like eight games. I have no idea how we did. We broke the bank. And I remember when we got back from visiting our friends in Tennessee for like a month in the summer of 83, like I think. It could have been 84. I think it was 83. There were like eight or nine new games waiting for us to play. Oh my God, that was the rest of the summer. But anyway, Christmas. Santa, there he is. I like Santa. They're all the reindeer. We're having a good time. I've, I've started watching a show called The Secret World of Santa. Have you guys heard of that? I think it's French. Maybe French-Canadian from 1997. It's a fun show. It's Santa, three elves, and a polar bear. And some evil guy with a goofy beard that looks like an upside-down Christmas tree. Um, and they're having fun. But, yeah, it's... 
one of the one of the the, the absolute joys of it's funny this this year 2020 was the um all the um all the controversy over um you know charlie brown it's a great pumpkin charlie brown won't be showing on um oh no wait there they are is that guy no okay i thought that guy mesmeron or whatever the heck his name is <laughs> those ghosts are goofy um um yeah this is this is the year like the it's a great pumpkin charlie brown won't be showing on network tv and boy if you wanted to see some strange social media discussions you, you know when that happened like a week or two before halloween go go on there and you just see these these weird these weird discussions where it's like people who are absolutely outraged people who are outraged but they're like hey that's that's business people who don't care but have decided to join in the conversation by saying i don't care why do you all care um which is always an interesting thing to me with online discussions where it's like you know like for example like this episode like if you're an eventually super trained fan and you don't want to hear this i understand completely it doesn't really fall in it does fall in technically with the remit of the show um but um i'm really just doing it to just chat for a bit chat with you for a bit and and be christmassy with you for a bit and yes i'm good i got the christmas catalogs here but i just want to go through a few things um but yeah that that great pumpkin thing you would get people like winding each other up and then you get all those i mean the thing with the peanut specials is they're not my favorites for the for the holidays um i have other ones i like as you might imagine i have other ones that i watch that i find more enjoyable but i do watch them every year um the thanksgiving one is probably the one i get the most enjoyment out of although peppermint patty drives me up the wall in that um uh but there was something about there's this this always confuses me when um um i've i've always i've said this many times but you know never um never hey the ghost have found some toys um never never let a corporation or a big cor big corporation decide um you know your schedule of holiday things or anything for you i i got into an argument sort of with the woman a few years ago which makes me want to have some nog and um it's a uh there was a year where uh tcm didn't show the bishop's wife and people were outraged. There was this woman who was really outraged. Every year, around Christmas Eve, I watched The Bishop's Wife. What is my family going to do? They're going to be so disappointed. And I had spent about $17 on the Blu-ray a couple months before. So I had the Blu-ray, and I said, you know what? I would um, pick up the Blu-ray. It was only 17 bucks. Here's the link to it. You pick it up. You'll have it forever. You won't have to rely on TCM showing again. I don't want to pick up the Blu-ray because I should... I, they should be showing it. I pay extra money for TCM, and they, I expect them to show this every year. And I said, well, you know, there are people who do that. There are programmers. They're film programmers. They're not going to do the same thing every year. They're going to try to make it different, doing the same thing every year. This is not commercial television, you know, where we can show, you know, where they'll show you the same thing every year. You know, and 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 they 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 they're going to want to switch it up a bit, mix it up a bit. You know, so you should, if you want to watch The Bishop's Wife, keep an eye out if someone else is showing it, or get yourself a copy. They're really easy to get. And this woman was so incensed that one, TCM wasn't showing it, and two, I gave her an obvious way to rectify the situation that she was refusing to take. And that's what I saw a lot of in this it's great pumpkin Charlie Brown thing just these people getting so i don't have the money to go out and buy a dvd or a blu-ray of this what is it how come it's not going to show and i thought oh folks come on 
calm down. See, that's that's why you always buy, always pick up the the media stuff. I don't know where that exactly came from, but um, but that was one of the things I saw this year. And they did show Thanksgiving, right? I think they showed the Thanksgiving. I think they're going to show Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, but like Christmas comes to Pac-Man, I don't know if they show that anymore. I've I've got my DVD. I've got the Warner Archive um, DVDs of Pac-Man season one and two. Oh, oh, maybe a little too comfortable right here. And so, yeah, right now we're chasing ghosts away, and um, Chom Chom's loading up the toys, and um, no, oh, Chom Chom. Oh boy. So let me um, I'm just gonna grab while we're while we're here. How are you all, by the way? Let me. Please, let me, um... Oh, my neighbor suddenly decided to make a lot of loud noise next door. Hmm. Um, but let me, let me give you 20 seconds, please. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? What's going on? Oh, sure. <laughs> you got me there. What? Now that, I can believe. Really? Huh. I'm glad you can make it. All right, let me. I've got the. I've got the. Um, the eighty-two catalog out, and I just opened up to page five sixteen, which is all GI Joe. Never, never got into GI Joe, and all five seventeen, which is all Masters of the Universe, including. Oh, good old Castle Grayskull. Oh my gosh, all this fun stuff. Never really got into that either. I've watched the uh, animated series, but never really got into the. I was never big on the action figures and things, just because. Um, I had a good friend who used to get, like, um, when Star Wars happened and we were very young and then Empire Strikes Back, we were a little older, and Return of the Jedi, we were a little older. He used to get all the stuff. I mean, he had that, what, the, like the Cloud City set from Empire Strikes Back and all the characters. I don't even remember what there was from Return of the Jedi. It was like an Ewok village and like a Death Star maybe or something, but he had all the stuff. He would get all the stuff. And, like, I had, for Star Wars, I had, and I got them for Christmas probably... 79, 80, something like that. I had Chewbacca, Yoda. I think I've told this story before. Chewbacca, Yoda, Snaggletooth. And that was it. But my friend Mark had everything. Oh, Chum Chum and Sour Post, their stockings went up. Oh, how you doing, fellas? Um, uh, Miss Pac-Man's nice. Pepper. Her name's Pepper. Barbara Pepper, maybe? I don't know. But, uh, oh boy. Um, and he used to have all of them, and... I remember, I think I told this story, but it was one, I remember one Christmas day, I went over to his house in the afternoon. I want to say this is maybe 1980, Christmas, 1981, and let's say 1980, and he had got the Cloud City thing, and he had all this other great stuff, and we, we spent several hours playing it, you know, and I had my Chewbacca and Snaggletooth, I think the next year I got Yoda. So so what I would do, yeah, I would have Chewbacca and Snaggletooth would get on, like, the Hot Wheels cars and Matchbox cars and, uh, you know, Tonka trucks and things like that and have adventures. Oh, no, Pac-Man and Chomp Chomp just fell off a freaking cliff. That's terrible. Are they going to be all right? I guess, does he bounce? No. Oh, no. This is getting rough. This is getting rough. Oof, and we'll run out of time in this. I'm sorry. I, it's a fun show. It's a fun show. I hadn't really meant to talk about the show. I just wanted to have it playing in the background. So while you listen to me talk, have Christmas Comes to Packland play. I just I just wanted to have it play. Hey, there's the cop and the cab driver or something like that. I forget. They're nice guys. Um, but yeah, he. I remember the year. Uh, that was the year where um, uh, he... That day, I remember he he wanted he traded me like th 
three action figures for Chewbacca because you really wanted Chewbacca. And my mom was like, sure, whatever. And so I came home with three action figures. And then his mom came over and was really angry at me for doing that to Mark. Like I'd take advantage of a, you know, a, a small puppy or something like that rather than a kid my own age. And I remember that because um, and I remember some, something along the lines of um, she, so she, she took the three action figures back from me. And Mark was playing with Chewbacca in the front lawn, and he lost it in the snow. And so, and it was getting cold, and it was starting to snow, and we couldn't find Chewbacca. So I remember coming back in and only having Snaggletooth, and now Mark had all these action figures, and he'd gotten to play with my action figure, which, oh, Santa and Baby Pack are crying, and they think Christmas is lost, and suddenly the background of the house is gone, and they're just like in some indeterminate dimension, which is fun, which is lots of fun. And... Oh, Pac-Man's got an idea. Power pellets. Always power pellets. But I remember that because it had to be the next day before I was able to, like, clear out some space and, like, kick the snow. And I finally found Chewbacca. But we, like, lost him in the snow there Christmas Christmas night. So when I think the, the family, when we came back from Christmas with the family, it was like, I want to play with the Chewbacca. But Mark lost him in the snow. And I remember that that just happened a lot. I, I told the story to the um, Staying Alive, the game, the board game. Um, it was a board game called Staying Alive. And my Aunt Rose, who used to always get us the, the off-brand Christmas gifts. You know, if you ask for, um, uh, yeah, Aunt Rose, could you get us um, a Trivial Pursuit, um, the For Kids edition? You know, she'd get us something like um, the Magical Wizards Trivia Game for Kids. Isn't that what you wanted? No, no, I wrote it down. It was Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, this is trivia. I, you know you know, the word wizard isn't anywhere in there, right? You, you notice that. And she was she would buy all the off-brand stuff and the weird stuff. And um, she was the one, I think I've told you my Aunt Rose, we'd get a call in like August. Hey, your Aunt Rose wants to, uh, you to come over today after, uh, you know, today afternoon. Why? Uh, she's got some Christmas gifts for you. What do you mean? Yeah, she, um, they were going through their attic and she found some Christmas gifts in there that she forgot to give you last Christmas. And it was almost, it was funny, almost without fail, those were the, like, the, the bad ones. Like, we'd go, it was like, oh, my God, Christmas gifts in the middle of August. This is fantastic. And we'd get to Aunt Rose's house. Oh, she lived with my great-grandmother. And like, here you go. And, he, like, I, she would hand me three gifts, and they'd be like, you know, socks, socks, and little yellow shorts. I remember when, she, when I was 11 or 12, she gave me these little yellow shorts, and I thought, where am I going to wear these? I'm not in the village people or going on the YMCA or anything. Where, where on earth am I going to wear these little shorts? Um, they were comfortable, though. Um, so, oh, Pac-Man's working it out with uh, ghost monsters here trying to, trying to help save Christmas. It's, it ain't easy. It ain't easy trying to save Christmas. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, so, so, and my Aunt Rose gave me the game Staying Alive. And I remember that because the there was no um, plastic around it. It was like open. And I thought, well, Aunt Rose probably didn't play the game. You know, she goes to some weird places in downtown Rochester, places that are probably now all crack houses. Um, but I was like, so I'm, uh, like an hour or two later, I'm, like, I'm going to play Staying Alive. And I cracked open Staying Alive. And if you've heard this story before, forgive me, but it was um, inside the Staying Alive game was a gift a little wrapped gift. It was, I think, it was like socks, and it was for from Aunt Rose to to Kenny, my cousin Kenny, the minor two thousand forty nine or one. And I was like, oh, okay. And I said, hey, Aunt Rose, this is in here for Kenny. Oh, well, give that to Kenny. And I said, okay. And I said, here you go, Kenny. And I handed him the little gift, and he said, thanks. And she said, no, no, give him the game too. That's all for him. Well, no, this isn't all for him. You you put my name on the game. Give the game to Kenny because I should have put his name on it. 
but it's had my name on it. Dan, and these are my other relatives, Dan, don't argue, it's Christmas. That's not nice. No, no, I, this had my name on it. I don't care. Your Aunt Rose is saying that should have gone to your cousin Kenny. Now give it to him. But I, this was, I wanted to play this. I thought this was my, Dan, please. Do you want to cause a problem on Christmas Day? Give your cousin the gift. Okay, here you go, Kenny. Thanks, Dan. I never saw it again. Uh, you get that, you know, it's it's Christmas is a mix of uh, beautiful stories, which aren't funny, and um, dumb stories, which I don't know if that staying alive story, that wasn't funny, but that was just like one of those, like if you had an aunt like Aunt Ro my Aunt Rose, who was a bit, a bit off, um, stuff like that would happen. You'd be like, huh? So now we're at the end. There goes Santa. And we are drawing to the close. And Pac-Man comes to the um, Pac-Man. Pac Christmas comes to the Pac-Man. Yes. And let me look through the the catalog here a little bit more. Let's see. Oh, lots of two pages. Of, the password is Smurf. Two pages of Smurfs, and then two pages of kids dressed in outfits. Um, they look like they're having fun. And then uh, radio control cars. Dukes of Hazard. The eighty-two Firebird. The Toyota pickup. The Datsun 280ZX. Oh my gosh, everything's here. And lots of battery chargers and things. A tank. I used to have occasional um, remote control cars. They they were never as fun as I thought they would be. I don't know I don't know why it was. There was always like something they were either getting caught up on something or they'd stop running or something like that. But they were never as fun as they should have been. I mean I would say the one good thing is that, that even after my dad died, we used to have a lot of gifts under the tree. I don't know how everyone else's house worked, but we used to get, like, in the morning there would maybe be, like, there would be, like, ten gifts there. Most of them from Santa, a couple from my parents. Ten, sometimes twelve, sometimes less, but sometimes ten, twelve, fewer, sometimes fewer, sometimes... But say around ten gifts under there, and it was always fun, because they always went all out, and it was, it was crazy, and... Um, and that's probably that's probably a lot of of gifts I would think at the end of the day. Hey, Merry Christmas! There you go, Santa. Oh, he's a good man. He's a good man. Is that Santa? To all a good chomp. And we're wrapping up this episode. Now, I'll just, just keep talking about Christmas and thing as Rubik's comes on. I'll mention Rubik's cube real quick too because that was um, that was some that year that would have been I guess that was eighty three. I remember getting the Rubik's cube and the missing link, and both of them annoying me. Yeah, I don't think I ever figured either of them out. Well, let's that's um uh, let's wrap this this Christmas comes to pack line up, and um we'll do just like we'll do just like a, a twenty seconds of nothing, and then Rubik's time. Here we go, twenty seconds from now. All right, gang. All right, gang. How's the level? How's my level? How's my level? Sorry, I turned the volume down for those 20 seconds, and I didn't put the level back right. I found Rubik's the Amazing Cube, Rubik's first Christmas with commercial breaks. So I believe this is most likely from the 1983, uh, November 19th, 1983 airing, which is cool beans, baby, cool beans. So I'm just going to hit play. Da -da -da. It's Menudo, I believe, singing the song. It's basically it's the the Rodriguez's, I, I believe. Let me let me double check. I mean, do, do you really need to go that crazy knowing the premise of um, um, 
the show. It's basically um, these three kids find... Oh, that's you're wrong there, Dan. Uh, these three kids find this... Um, basically, this uh, this thing falls out of the back of some guy's like gypsy trailer truck or, or tr- gypsy um, thing, and it's wacky. And, and they, they... Yeah, they find... And, and, and Rubik's has special powers. And, oh, my God, Rainbow Bright! Color kids, the color kids, the color kids. Yeah. So it's Rodriguez's, uh, Ronaldo, Lisa, Carlos, and they travel around Rubik, who has, who's voiced by Horshack, and they have fun. So right now we got commercials going on, and there's, I don't know all the Rainbow Bright um, characters. I did like the Rainbow Bright movie, um, the the something stealer, the scene stealer by Murky Dismal, Shy Violet, and Patio Green. The best. I wouldn't have. Oh, Captain Crunch. I wouldn't have. Um, what are these crazy robots doing? Arguing over. Oh my gosh, a mummy and Wolfman arguing over Captain Crunch. I don't remember this at all. Oh my god, and a cool new wave band uh, with a cute gal who I playing a little guitar. What? Nice. I don't remember this game. I don't remember this. <laughs> this. But you get get free gum in there. Tidal wave bubble gum. What the f? Ah. <sighs> I think the um, I'm going to be able to slow down Rubik's first Christmas. There we go. Oh, is this Rubik's written by... I'm sorry, I could not read that. It was too fuzzy. Oh, they're in the desert, which is too bad. I would prefer if it was summery, but what are you going to do? So we got first Christmas, and I'm still flipping through some... some let me actually grab... I didn't get far in the 82 catalog. Hey, there's the Rodriguez's. Oh, they got all the, all the, the Christmas gifts and everything. So I'm going to the 83 catalog real quick right here. Just want to see if... Oh, here are all the games. They're still doing the, all the video games. There's the 2600. Let's see, the Atari 2600 um, uh, was $100 in 1983. You get it for 100 bucks out of here. And there's all sorts of others. Atari... Uh, Ve- Vectrex. Wow, the, the Vector Graphics one. How much was that? That was $99. That was $100 too. Wow, Vectrex was the one that uses Vector um, Graphics and such... Um, What's the one? Kicks? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Or Gravatar? I, f- I forget um, which ones use that. But, um... Oh, Rubik's is doing crazy crap like bringing dolls to life. He's, he's a freaking nut. He is a nut. Anyway, oh my god, who's that crazy dog in the background? No, the Vectrix was the used, um... Uh... video game is a complete home entertainment and learning system that doesn't depend on a home TV. It came with its own built-in screen. So you got the little there was little um there was a little control panel it was hooked up to its own little screen. I think it would put like little little things in front of the screen too for some of the games. It was supposed to be pretty great. Um if you've ever um I, I would remember this is a very fun if you're interested in, in, in this sort of thing. And I am I am interested more in looking at it and reading about it than I'm actually playing much of it. But if you go to um if you Google like electronic games monthly archive.org or just online you can find scans of almost all of the best of the early 80s uh, video game magazines electronic games which ran from like um, geez I want to say it was um, I want to say December 81 to like mid 85 and um, all, you see all the great you see Pac-Man showing up and Donkey Kong show. this is interesting this Donkey Kong game this fellow named Mario it's, it's, it's fun um but yeah, the Vectrex was one that was like a big... There's Intellivision 2. Oh my gosh, Intellivision 2. $100. Okay. And um, you would... Uh, what's a, a television system changer? What is that? Oh my gosh, you, you plug that in. That's $50 you plugged in. And you could play Atari 2600 <coughs> games. Wow. Okay. 
But Vectrex was fun because it was fun. So shut up. Oh, oh, uh, save $500 when you buy a deluxe color camera and portable VCR in combination for only $1,999.90. Wow. There you have it. There you have it. There's some computers. There's good old ColecoVision. $150. Well, yeah, ColecoVision was a better, better, generally better, right? I mean, I think there were... I, I almost I almost want to say that 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 when I was playing when I was a kid the ColecoVision always looked better, um, but but just the the sheer, um, but there was something about the Atari games that were always I don't know if it was a little, a little more fun to play or something I don't know tough tough to say but I I wish I had all of them anyway uh, let me let me I actually want to try to find it here if I can the Rubik's cube and 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 missing links of all oh, right they're at their looks like they're at their grandma's house for Christmas and Rubik's is doing crazy stuff. Uh oh, oh pinata, pinata outside. That's fun. It's funny that that you would have gone from like Packland to the middle of the desert with Christmas with pinatas and stuff like that, all in the same hour. Now that was fun. Don't you don't you ever let anyone tell you that Saturday morning shows on eighties stank. They were super fun. So uh, let me. I'm gonna flip through the catalog here some more while while Rubik's is going. So the, so the grandma there. I'm not going to say grandma in Spanish because I'll butcher it and you'll hate me. Abuelito? No, I, I'm i not getting that right. I don't know. What did I just say? Did I just swear at you in Spanish? Oh, I'm a douche. I apologize. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, they're, they're all running around in this, this house there. And, um, and I'm going to look through the catalog as all this is happening. I wonder... I forget what the storyline on this is. Something great, I bet. All right, all right. Here we go. Going, going, going. Wait a minute. It would be a abuelita, not toe. It would be with an A, not with an O. Dummy. Oh boy, I've I've shamed myself in so many ways, and the problem is, is I'm I, I'm I'm not stopping it because I'm talking as this is playing. So you get to hear all. You get to hear me if I pull a boner. It's it's really tough. Um, so let me let me just here we go here we go looking for the Rubik's cube. Lots of computers. The Atari fifty two hundred. Wow. Hundred sixty nine ninety five. Wow, the Atari fifty two hundred was only like twenty bucks more than Coleco. Wow. Okay, okay. Let's get out of these computers here and get to the. Oh, get to the cordless phones. Oh, and the flutes. All right, a lot of fun stuff in here. Film project. Oh, here we go. My first record collection. My first Sesame Street record collection. Wow. And all the all the all the um. Uh, uh, sight and Sound, Stories and Sight and Sound, four storybooks with records or cassettes, Return of the Jedi, Droid World, huh? That's an in interesting collection here. You can get, you can get uh, for seven ninety nine. You can get the records for um, Return of the Jedi, Droid World, Swiss Family Robinson, and Davy Crockett, huh? Well, there you have it. One of them's got E.T. Raiders, Mouser Size. Christmas, uh, Sesame Street Disco was, was or, or the Mickey Mouse Disco was gone by this point. Uh, Christmas stuff. Um, it was always tricky, like, you'd want to, like, there's so many fun Christmas, like, there's this packet of Christmas things, like Mickey's Christmas Carol. Jeez, Frosty Snowman, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Twas the Night Before Christmas. And those are the sort of things you wanted, uh, you always wanted to order. But the problem was you'd get them on Christmas Day, and there were so many other things you'd get on that day or i'd get on that day um that you you were better off like if if someone were going to give you something christmas related which i always love to get you'd be better off if they were kind of sneaking it to you a little bit ahead of time so all right so the family's out in the desert now 
Drive and drive. Rubik's is around there somewhere. Oh. Oh, yeah, those jerks. Yeah, there's some jerks. Uh, I don't like Marcos and this other guy. I'm not. I'm not so thrilled on them as as far as jerks go. Yeah, stealing a truck. Uh, all right, sorry. So here, here I am. I'm going to continue to continue. No, I, I suddenly got lost in the story. You guys are watching along with me too. There are a bunch of jerks up on a hill. Let's see. Oh yeah, watches, watches. I used to have a Pac-Man watch. You could play Pac-Man on. It was great when I was in church. You're not going to play Pac-Man in church, are you, Dan? No, Mom, but I, I've just got the watch on because it tells time. Dan, what are you doing? Are you playing Pac-Man? Mom, I'm telling time with my watch. Looks like you're playing Pac-Man telling time. Jesus, you remember what Jesus said about telling time. Blessed are the timekeepers, for they shall inherit a watch. See? So it's great. So it's all in there. It's all in there. Oh, there lots of lots of clocks and bikes and where are the toys? Where are the friggin' toys? Garden. Oh my gosh. Xavier Roberts Little People Pal. Little fat babies. I don't know I don't know what that is. Collecting fever. Oh my god. I had that um page uh, five fifty six of the JCPenney Christmas catalog nineteen eighty three. Um number E or letter E, the comic book collectors outfit? Outfit collector's kit um it was just this big big box that you would put your comics in there were all sorts of fun comics in there oh my gosh that was great that was fun i remember the year i got that that was a cool cool gift cool gift um oh and then i've got a page that's ripped here well you know these these um almost 40 year old shirt tails does anyone remember shirt tails i vaguely remember shirt tails little pool tables oh massive mm, wow Wow, that's weird. So after all of the Masters of the Universe stuff in the previous catalog in 82, getting almost the whole page, now they're just kind of stuck up in the corner here. And there's something called Fantasy Lords that gets as much space as they do. What was Fantasy Lords? I never got it. Oh, there's Rubik's. What is he doing? Oh, he's saving the family. Good, good, good. Rubik's is fun. So... It's, oh yeah, the science stuff. I mean, my—I've said this many times. But my sister and I, there would always be a Saturday afternoon, like right after Thanksgiving, where we would sit down with the J.C. Penney catalog, the I think like the Sears catalog, and any of the catalog we have, and we'd begin at the back. We rarely begin at the front, and we just flip through. And she would have one, I'd have the other. We just have pieces of paper, and we would write down, and we'd everything that we wanted. You know, page five fifty-six, five sixty-seven. You know, let, let me let me just let me just go here. Maybe there's. Uh, model airplanes, racetracks, those are always fun. G huge G.I. Joe racetrack. Hmm. Oh, it's a drum kit. No one ever bought me a drum kit. What the heck is that? Black Star's spaceship? The F is black. Oh, there's a little more He-Man stuff. What is that? The Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Fortress of Fangs action playset? What the F? I was... Dungeons and Dragons the animated series was fun. I I had limited patience for Dungeons and Dragons the series uh, the um the game unless I could be the dungeon master and tell the story. Otherwise there was to, you you put someone who's really doing it right in charge and you just spend the whole time rolling dice and or dice and uh, die dice and just it never goes anywhere. Oh, we return after these messages. Oh my gosh, there's a nerdy kid with Tinker Toys. No, he's got an Oreo cookie. 
you know that junction in the middle the o-o-r-e-o -O -E what the f is this fortress abounds with falling hatches secret ladders sliding wall hidden doors includes weapons room with arsenal spears and swords and evil throne room with trap floor flying dragon throne and treasure slide what the f 2699 i don't that thing that doesn't look like it has all that in it but i'm convinced it does oh my god that's so much fun looking but but that would have been you'd write down jc penny catalog 523 um 523 item a advanced dungeons dragons fortress and then maybe the price so my mom had everything she needed and that's what we would do oh alphabets this crazy ass commercial um and uh oh i recognize that style that the artist this what is that hmm. um ghost fun um but, but you 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 yeah, you'd write all these down you give them to ma and ma it would be that i still do that just you know like we'd put down like 30 things knowing we'd only get seven eight or nine of them but then some years like what was it like 82 or something where i got that little remember they put out those little mini miniature like arcade games there was a pac-man there was i think it was a donkey kong uh, there was a frogger donkey kong jr and a galaxian i had the galaxian which was an absolute fun you just plug it in you can play galaxian all day and if you if you didn't unplug it it would keep the high score and oh that was fun but um but you, you know you'd only get like seven or eight of them uh oh my gosh star wars what's going on there's a star wars commercial on what is this droids coming this fall what the hell coming this oh so this must this must have not been this must have been a repeat later in 83. Okay, all right. I think. I'm, try, I'm trying to gauge the year. I mean, this could have been. I know the show was re-shown. Rubik's was re-shown. Hey, Rubik's is back. Rubik's was re-shown without Pac-Man. Um, give me a second here. Rubik's was re-shown without Pac-Man in more or less the summer of 85. So this could have been the summer of 85. Oh, hell, let me check. Let me look up Droids. Droids, the animated series. I bet this is from that droids animated animated i don't know i sorry folks i'm just uh droid star wars yeah i know droid star wars i don't i'm not too up on my star wars stuff and i was trying to see um darn it okay i don't know okay i'm I am not sure, but I would bet, I would bet this could be 85, I wonder, maybe, I don't know, um, but, but no, 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 but the Rainbow Bright commercial had copyright 83 on it, so maybe this is 84, maybe this is like early 84, because if they say coming this fall, it's not November, because that would be ridiculous, I'm sorry, so anyways, you go into this Black Star, who the hell, there were so many of these shows in the 80s and such, and God, and like, like I said last time, I wish I had, I would have loved to have had all the action figures, but I think I stopped myself before I finished why I, I wasn't into action figures. And that was like, you know, it's like I was happy with just having Chewbacca and Yoda and Snaggletooth because you had the two guys who could fight and then the one guy who could do mystical things. Like he had, a, he had a cane. You know, you could take his, you know, he had like a little robe he wore. You could take it off and have nude Rhoda. No, nude Rhoda? Now that would be fun. Rhoda action figures. Rhoda and Joe action figures. Um, uh, but nude Yoda, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> nude, nude Yoda takes off his robe, becomes nude Rhoda. Um, nude Yoda, um, running around doing his magical stuff. But then but the thing was, when I went to visit friends who had all of them, I would become jealous and want all of them. So I, that's why I preferred like books and like a video game or something like that. You know, it was like, you know, if I'm reading this book, 
you know, I, I, that's, that's, that's what I need, you know, and it's, 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 I'm, I'm content with the book. Whereas, you know, if I go over a friend who's got 20 or 30 Star Wars figures and I only have the two or three, I'm like, oh man, I want all these things. They're so great. So I decided not to do that. I did have lots of Hot Wheels and Matchboxes. I never collected those, but because I was a boy, I guess people always seem to give those to me. But let me look. I just, I'm trying to find, oh my gosh, there's all the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, the Return of the Jedi, like an Ewok playset. There's the Jabba the Hutt thing. Wow, what have we got? Jabba the Hutt, Ewok Village, The Interceptor. Uh, Battle Damaged X-Wing Fighter, price down two bucks. Y-Wing Fighter Mini Rig Set, Speeder Bike. Tons of action figures down at the bottom here. The Galactica Starbase, wait a minute, from, from Battlestar Galactica? The Millennium Falcon. Some Goofy Kid dressed as a spaceman. Congratulations, Goofy Kid. You're dressed as a spaceman. And, yeah, let's see. Yeah, more remote control cars. Jeez, I hope my sister used to... Oh, my favorite thing, Danger Mountain. If you go to page 513, G, Rough Rider, Danger Mountain. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Rough Rider's Danger Mountain was lots of fun. But it basically looks like not a lot of fun <laughs> to me. It looks like a styrofoam thing that you like your cars go around it like it's a mountain or there's a like a path they can go in be you know underneath it kind of thing but it doesn't look like well I guess it might look like twelve ninety nine uh, worth of fun lots of these and da 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 oh and there are the kids all dressed up as um, there's a kid dressed as a a cowboy uh, uh, army guy uh, pilot. Um, some kind of SWAT riot guy and a knight. For some reason, the kid who's dressed as a knight is on a lower level than those other four kids. I don't know why if that's meant to distinguish something time-related. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to. Every once in a while, I do like to um, call the numbers that are in these or, or send the, send a letter just to say, you know, hey, I never, you know, I never got my Rubik's cube that my parents ordered me back in 1983. Is that is that is that on a layaway or something? I completely don't know what they're up to right now in Rubik's. Rubik's and the three kids, suddenly they're in a plane with their grandma. That's, that's, that's crazy grandma. Crazy. Why, why do they call, why do they call her, her grandma in Spanish, you would think? Because I, I made a fool of myself saying it earlier. Surely they can say it. Boy, this, I wish it was sunny. Oh my gosh, suddenly they're in the jungle. What's going on? These, boy, these guys, these bad guys. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I like these bad guys much. Oh, there's little girls. There's one dressed as a clown, uh, a bride, oh boy, ballerina, cheerleader, nurse, and princess. Or, yeah, princess. Then there's some NFL stuff. There's a fun CBS Sports AM wireless microphone. I'll be back for you later, good looking. Yeah. Some sports stuff. An Annie microphone? What is this? Annie sing-along. What? Love it. Uh, erector sets. Oh, yes. I remember those. And oh, my gosh, all the games. Here, here it is. Here it is. Coleco up the top. Where's Galaxian? That's where they've got the Zaxxon. The Zaxxon wasn't, didn't look quite like the others because they had to, there was something they had to do, like with mirrors or something to try to give it that 3D effect. But Donkey Kong Frogger, Donkey Kong Jr., Ms. Pac Man, and Pac Man. And those were all $50, $45. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Arcade fun to go. Wow. And some of these were fun. Oh, there's Popeye Mario Cement Factory. You got me. Oh, the Dungeons and Dragons little game. I had that. Do you guys ever play that? That it's a little it's a little brown game with a tiny screen. It's basically 
you you had you're a guy standing in the middle of a room and you have to pick a direction to go and you can go into like a room and fall in a pit a monster can attack you or nothing there and you have to kind of sort your way through and try to get to the room with the treasure and then get out i never quite figured out but i used to have fun oh my god a cubert you look at the arcade mania you look at these and it's like i want to own every single one of these what the hell I want to do. I can, can we do a, an episode next year where I just do a catalog reading party? Um, oh, and then there's an etch a sketch, and someone has written "smile" on it. Don't you patronize me, etch and sketch. I'll smile when I choose. I will not have an etch a sketch. Tell me when to smile. There's a fucking game called "Stuff Your Face." Okay, I'll probably bleep that out. But um, what is this game? Gosh. Okay, what's happening, Rubik's? Rubik's is saving the day. Grandma's up there flying. I love the grandmas, like the grandma in this, like the grandma say, like in um, Garfield, Garfield's Christmas and Garfield Thanksgiving, like just the grandma, the grandma who can do everything was a great character. You rarely ever got a grandpa who could do everything, but you would get these families with grandmas that could do anything. These grandmas who would kick ass. I mean, my grandma, good God, my grandma Budnick, she just turned a hundred. What the hell? Grandma Budnick's this for, this is for you. This year I am ordering you a copy of the board game scavenger hunt is a family game with all the excitement of a real life scavenger hunt and this game never plays the same way twice there you go wow all the games what do we got we got we got zaxxon berserk turbo pac-man frogger donkey kong ms pac-man video games video games shadow lord uno trouble crawl oh crawl cubert why is cubert not with the others Operation, Connect Four, your classics, Shirt Tales, your classics, some sort of Smurf game, Upwards, Up Yours, uh, Trivial Pursuit, Trivial Pursuit, $30, wow, wow, so much more expensive than every other game, do you remember playing Trivial Pursuit, I guess that was that the year, was 83 the year Trivial Pursuit really hit, I never got to the games, in, oh, here are the games in Trivial Pursuit, Trivial Pursuit, I do not see it, I see a Tron game in the 1982 one, I see a Wizard of Oz game, Bargain Hunter Hang Garfield, Razzle, Bent Out of Shape Mad Magazine game, Dukes of Hazard, but no Fall Guy, but no um, no Trivial Pursuit. That must have been '83. Oh my gosh, I want to bite your finger. Oh my God, that's a game I want to play with all of you right now. For some reason, the 1982 catalog. There's a Galaxian. Wow, Galaxian sixty dollars. Wow. In the 82. For some reason, the 1982 catalog is really thrilling my bones. Whereas the 80... I don't know if it's the layout in the 83. Maybe someone different. Do I, it's not grabbing me. Oh, there. Rubik's is saving the day. Getting the kids all out of there. Flying, flying like a sleigh with all the... Toys and everything. Oh, that's sweet. This is fun. I wonder. I think there are more of these Rubik's out there. Uh, you know what I show? I wish they put out the Saturday Supercade. Um, I'd, I'd love to see that because I saw uh, was a Cubert's Thanksgiving the other day. Oh my gosh, it's snowing! Hey, where are they? The, the North Pole? I don't know. It's not Fallout or something. Is it Pedal Power? Boy, I was really hoping to find the flipping Rubik's cube. Now I'm in baby stuff. Oh, good gravy! Oh my gosh, Rubik's has got snow all over him. And he looks like is Rubik's cube Santa? Oh my god! We'll return after these messages. Rice Krispies commercial. All right. Wow. Shrinky dinks. A whole page devoted to shirt tails. I'm sorry. I'm really got lost going up the uh, the the back door of this uh, this catalog here. Page 491 in the bottom right hand corner. Head to head baseball. 
I had that game. That was some fun. That was that was a bit of fun. There was like there were like two years in there where my my mom and and I don't think my dad was involved at that point where they just seemed to buy me everything. But oh no, now we're over. Oh no, now it's all over. And I could not find the freaking Rubik's cube. And every I did find on page four forty seven. For $70, you can get a Marilyn Monroe doll. Boom, there you have it. So that was, you know, I don't know what this was. The episode's wrapping up right here, folks. And, and I don't know really what this was based on the puzzle created by Ernie Rubix. I made that up. Is that what that said? It went away too quickly. Oh, Ruby Spears, one of the gentlemen just passed, right? Oh, uh, what is going on here? Schoolhouse Rock, okay. Oh, they're doing a Schoolhouse Rock, okay. Oh, that's right doing a schoolhouse rock right here that's right because sometimes they would do that they would do like a 25 minute um uh segment and then um the rest of it would be some sort of um educational thing this is elbow room this is i i'm, I'm watching this one going i remember all these schoolhouse rocks i don't remember elbow room maybe this was like a third season one or something like that i don't know but but it looks like they're having fun it shows um you know people uh the colonists in in the U.S., uh, trying to get some elbow room. There you go. That's I, apparently that's why they. Oh, and they're they're using it to describe the Louisiana Purchase and the everything else and spreading out across the U.S. Some people might have problems with that today. I'm just going to sing a song called "I Got a Little Bit of Elbow Room." I've got an elbow right in my groin. I um yeah. So oh yeah, that's right. Gosh. Okay. Well, like like I said, I don't exactly know what this was. Uh, I can say it's about an hour long, but I, I honestly don't know what this was. This was just me hanging out with you guys for a while. I hope I said something interesting, maybe sparked your memory to something. If this was an idiotic hour, I apologize, but I hope you had some fun. I mean, I'm looking at all these remote control cars. Oh my gosh, the Empire Strikes Back stuff from 82. I mean, I've got the 80 catalog standing by, which we've had all the Empire Strikes Back stuff in it. What the hell are these? Oh my gosh. The Mad Mini Monster playset for $7.99. I don't know. It was spiders, a game called Spiders. I remember that. I would see that every year, and I'd put spiders on them. My mom would never buy it for me. I don't, think she, I don't think she liked spiders, and she would want a game called Spiders in the House. I can't I can't be certain of that. But let me finish my Nog, which has now gone cold, but that's okay, because Nog cold ain't bad. So that was me talking over an episode, however fake, of the Pac-Man Rubik's The Amazing Cube Hour. Christmas all the way. Both of them were fun, but I, I, prefer, I do prefer the... Um, uh, you know the Pac-Man uh, one just because it's in the snow, but the uh, the Rubik's one is pretty is pretty darn entertaining too. The Ruby Spear stuff. This was like a little after this they do the insane Mr. T the animated series, which I wish had a Christmas episode. Does not. But yeah, let me um before this hits an hour, let me wrap up. They're still they're still going on scene about elbow room here, but Rubik's is done, and so. I would just say um, Merry Christmas to all of you and Happy Holidays to all of you. And uh, I'm going to play a little bit of music right here and we will talk soon. And uh, I hope you guys are well. We're going into 2021 and uh, episode 100 will be up soon. Oh boy, we'll return after these messages. Actually, here's some music. For, oh, it's, it's 1985. I just saw there was a 1985 thing about it. So this would be the summer of 85. Ha <laughs> ha. Talk to you guys soon. Be well. Bless. A blinking red and bright With the blast and his moon He's off from the moon Santa's coming inside With
with a sack full of parts for the girls in the boat. We'll have Christmas here tonight.